Hello, listeners. How are you? It's Thanksgiving. I mean, it is at least for America. You seem to be pretty much the only country in the world that does Thanksgiving. You know, we all do Christmas and stuff. But you know, but the majority of our listeners are based in the US. Very odd for a British podcast, but there you go. I don't make up the rules. So, as it's Thanksgiving, we thought we would give something back to you. And as you may or may not know, we have a Patreon. We do exclusive shows just for Patreon. We do one for Disney Parks and Beyond, or Diz After Dark, over on Patreon. And we've got a new Universal podcast as well called Ride the Movies. So these are behind paywalls. You've got to be a Patreon member to listen to them. So we thought it'd be good to spread the joy of Thanksgiving and give you something, listeners, to, to hear. And, um, you know, we record at least an episode of these every month. So uh, in the month of November, we have got uh, Shrek. We were reviewing Shrek and the Shrek attraction over on the Universal episode. And on the Days After Dark episode, uh, we've done John Carter. Uh, We get our listeners, our Patreon members to vote for the films that we want to see for Disney, uh, Days After Dark. And uh, for Universal, we're just going around the park and looking at the rides and the the movies that inspire the attractions. So, um, yeah, we really enjoy doing those. It's a nice little add-on, just something to to give back to the people that like to support us. And, you know, if you want to hear more from where that comes from, then, you know, why don't you join us on on Patreon? And um, the other thing to note as well, because it's on Patreon, they are a bit more classic, i.e. there's more blue language so don't listen to this around the table at thanksgiving if there's young ears there we don't want to corrupt their minds um these are more grown-up episodes that we're going to play for you so uh, just bear that in mind you know they are a bit racier there is some strong language in them hopefully you still find them funny though we certainly enjoyed making them um so um enjoy thanksgiving Uh, Thank you for supporting us, and um, if you want to join a Patreon, the link is in the show description. So, um, enjoy. Hello, and welcome to Diz After Dark, a Disney podcast of grown-ups that's not the same as all the others. Each episode, we discuss the latest news from both inside and outside Disney parks and resorts, but with an adult twist. All views and opinions are our own, and listener discretion is advised. Please lower your safety restraints, as things may get bumpy. But if you're ready, we'll get started. Hello and welcome back, I suppose, to Diz After Dark. I am Nick, and on this episode we are joined by Clegg. This is fucking pointless. We are joined by P-Dubs. Hello. And we are, joined, <laughs> we are joined by Mr. D. I think there may be a point to this. I think it may be a stupid point, but there'll be a point to it. <laughs> it's a fucking pointless point. Why is it a fucking pointless point? Because <laughs> we've got about six fucking Disney podcasts now, but this one we can say fucking. Right, talking to your microphone, donut. Stop looking at I am talking into my microphone. Technically, technically, what you're saying, Craig, isn't swearing. F O O K I N G isn't swearing. Can you can you hear me now? Yeah, can you? You're just a bit quiet. 
Oh, well, fuck me for being quiet. Do you want me to be fucking loud? That's the first. I'd actually prefer you to be quiet, actually, so that I want telling you not to. I'm just thinking more of the listeners. The listeners might want to hear your dulcet tones. It's only about fucking six Patreons anyway. No, no, no. We've got more, we've got more than that. We've got more than that. More people are going to hear this, so it's all good. So this is your first Patreon episode, This After Dark. Thank you to everybody that is here on the Patreon tier. It is very much appreciated. We hope that you will enjoy the content. And also, if you haven't already, go and listen to the stuff we put out previously on Patreon. So all the episodes of um, After Dark and the movies that are still around, go and download those if you haven't got them already. This episode is going to be... The new Disaster After Dark is kind of kind of be a mismatch of the two. So it's going to be After Dark in the movies. And it's also going to be uh, Disaster After Dark as well. And we're going to start off with the After Dark in the movies point of this episode where, Craig, you made us watch... Well, the paper made. that technically you made us watch... Uh, let me just go through my notes. Uh, Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day. So that is the film that we've watched. Um, do we want notes first? I want to have a, know what I'm drinking, lad. Oh, God. Fucking how long have you been doing this? You've been drinking. Bud Blue, Bex Blue even. Bex Blue. Bollocks. He's had 12 of them already. So they're non the lower alcohol, he's actually drunk already. Zero alcohol, lad. Alcohol free. Boom. Not like you were the other night. Drunk and bad. Well, Nanny and Grandad are only 71 once. Yeah, that's it, exactly. Uh, Pedro, what are you drinking? I have got a licorice and chamomile tea. Oh, fuck For off. fuck's sake. Have you got a vagina? Fucking hell. Are you the new Philip Schofield? Fucking hell. Are you Gordon the fucking gopher? Any dream will do. Have you not? Have you just not been light to the shots for like a month or something and you're just drinking what's left? I've actually been off sick today. Any dream will do. Gordon Gobert bottling out Bobby the banana (laughs) while Andy Crane wanks off into a fucking pool full of Philip Schofield's fucking jizz. There's a dream for you. Now you're gonna. Now the listeners are gonna have to look up who Andy Crane is and Philip Schofield because a lot of them. And Bobby the banana. (sighs) Mr. D, what are you drinking so today? All right, Whiteley. I'm I'm still on my uh, gin assorted gin miniatures. So I've mm-hmm. got Whiteley Neil raspberry gin. There we go. The gin's going in, and then here comes the tonic. Lovely. Good choices. Uh, yeah. I've uh, I've spiked a Rubicon with a teeny bit of vodka, uh, orange and mango Rubicon Spring. The uh, the Drink of champions. It's essentially like just orange and mango squash, but it's fizzy. So there you go. Fizzy water. Right. Let me just tell you, raspberry gin tastes like cough medicine. Does it really? I'm not. Raspberry's one of those flavours where when I have something that's raspberry flavoured, I quite like it, but I never like go mad for it. Like, no. It'll never be my first choice. No. no. I had um, raspberry Coke last week, mm-hmm. and it wasn't... Yeah. Awful, but I couldn't drink too much of it. Yeah. <clears throat> Thanks for that. There you go. There's a review for you. Right. So, Alexander and whatever I said it was called. Yeah. Uh, where's my notes? Right. 
Alexander opened on the 10th of October 2014, had a budget of $28 million. Any guesses on how much it made globally? 200, right, 200, go on. 203 million. Mr. D? 15 pounds, 76 pence. <laughs> uh, P-dubs? Uh, 75 million. It made $101.4 million. What? So that means that it was... Uh, it's been a success because it made more than three times its money back. So there you go. Um, it's based, well, and this is where I'm going to get fucking mad, right? Is someone trying to break out of a fucking cave? No, What, because the ice? Yeah. That's ice. What kind it's of cave do you spend time in? The ice cave <laughs> of Notre Dame. Yeah. Craig goes on the Right. Um, it's based I'm on. I'm literally book. in an atat arse as we speak. That's, oh, no, that's wasn't it? No. What did he climb in? Taunton. Oh, yeah. Dickhead. But a, fucking atat's the robot. That's that fucking robot, me. You're not the size of that one. Right. Um, it's And this is where it, it. This is what really fucked me off doing the research on this, right? It's based on a book from 1972 by Judith Viorist. I think that's oh, I hate that's women races. Right. Is it just called Alex and the Very Bad Day? No. Right. So, so the, the film, the film title, the film title is the same as the as the book title, right? Uh, this it is, had to be. This is where it, this research fucked me off. Right. There are three. Uh, oh, <laughs> before you interrupt me, my note says, based on a book from 1972 by Julia Furiost, which has the same fucking awful title. There you go. Um, there are three sequel books, right? And I, I, honest to God, I've not made these up, right? And I hope they make you as angry as they made me. The first one is called Alexander, who used to be rich last Sunday. Fair enough. Right. We've all been there. Sick of, have we? We've all had Sundays where we're minted. Second, the second uh, sequel is called oh, hell. Alexander, who's not, brackets, do you hear me, question mark, I mean it, exclamation mark, close bracket, going to move. Fair enough. That was the, me last September. And the third one is called Alexander, who's trying his best to be the best boy ever. What about the unpublished fourth one? Alexander yeah. and his Mars Nick as he was wanking into when his dad caught him. Well, I mean, to be honest, I could believe that's a real book. It yeah. makes about as much fucking sense as these other tales. I mean, what a shambles. Um, the book, the original book, features a Mickey Mouse nightlight. And the reason I know that is because they made an animated... Uh, cartoon of this book in 1990 uh, it was on HBO and they had to replace it in the cartoon because of copyright from Disney so there you go mm-hmm. um, there's no way special in 1990 and a musical adaption which is played all over the US fucking musical um, it's it- <laughs> I've got to say, as somebody who thinks of myself as a bit of a Disney fan, I've never heard of this movie. 
It's um, it's in the top twenty longest film titles of all time with ten words. What beats it? Um, there's things like uh, Borat. Borat's got a really long title. I think that's thirteen words in that title for Borat. Um, it's a mad, 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 mad world. No, nah, not quite. Um, uh, what was um, there was quite another, oh Doctor Strange Love. Because Doctor Strange Love is called or how I <clears throat> stopped like hating the war and learned to love yeah. the bomb or something. Um, right. so there's a few films like that. Um, the film was announced by 20th Century Fox in 2011. Steve Carell was cast in April 2012. It was then picked up by Disney in October of that year due to budget concerns. So 20th Century Fox basically dropped it because they thought it was going to cost too much money. Um, Casting only got completed in July 2013 and filming started in August 2013 and wrapped in the October. Um, The Jim Henson Company were one of the production companies involved. No, No one knows why because there's no puppets in it or anything. Um, and my last point was, and I had to write this down because I knew I was going to forget, Alexander and the Terrible Horrible No... Oh, my God. Alexander and the Terrible Horrible No Good Very Bad Day is my most hated film title of all time. It's worse than Legends of the Guardians, The Owls of Gahul, John Carter, and Surf Ninjas. All of those are better titles than this fucking monstrosity. So, that's the notes I had for this film. Um, I'm going to now do what we normally do on these episodes and go around and ask what people thought. But I'm not going to go in a, in a completely random order because I know that uh, our Craig has been desperate to talk about this film. I think he called it a masterpiece to me the other day. So, I want Craig to go first. Well, should we go last? <laughs> All There's a reason why I go first. Is I absolutely love this film. There is not one minute of wasted footage. Every scene does its job and moves it on. Okay. It gets to the point. A lot of the scenes made me laugh out loud. Uh, it's probably one of my favourite films. Of all time. <laughs> you know. Okay. Thank you, Bill. What's uh, anything since, yeah? Uh, how or, how or close before. is it to Batman versus Superman? It's up there. <laughs> it's yeah. fucking up there. Do you want me to go through all my bits now, or are you going to go yeah, around it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Let me uh, just open my phone. Me fabone, as we say in the industry. I, I write my notes down. I've got a book that I write all my notes in. Like, I've I got So, right, the, just from the very start, the thing that does me head in is when you see the car at the, in the very first opening sequence and the wheels are all... Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me just stop you there. What? In the very first opening sequence? Yeah. How many films have more than one opening sequence? Um, loads. Okay. Just checking. So, yeah, you know what I mean? So, it's got wobbly wheels. You couldn't drive that car, but then as he pulls onto the drive, all the wheels are normal. 
So that winds me up. That does upset me. Uh, but I, I've put here, I do love the intro, though. Uh, then, as he's running out to the car, the way he plants his face into that lawn, just me, I was crying. I actually rewind that and watch that again. Uh, Lord into the Lord of the Flies. Never read the book. Has anyone read the book? Mm-hmm. No. Let's go. I think maybe we should do a deep dive on Lord of the Flies. So let's do a deep dive within a deep dive. So while we're deep diving the movie, let's pause it here. Go and read Lord of the Flies. Come back and deep dive it if anyone uh, wants to. I'd, no. Okay. Uh, for me, we consider how long it takes us to watch a movie. How long is it going to take us to read a book? Exactly. Fucking hell, I'm not even sure if can read. More importantly, he's mentioned Lord of the Flies, but there's no yeah. context here about why I read Lord of the Flies. Because the, yeah. the girl in the, the girl he fancies is reading Lord of the Flies when he gets in the back of the car with her. That's a, all I can see is a good job she wasn't reading Lord of the Rings, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> we were going to wait until we read that one. Oh, I love Lord of the Rings. Don't start me oh, on that. Me as well. It's my favourite book. But was That's because Craig is the Lord it. of the Rings. Just fucking get on the back of an eagle and say, Lord of the Ring, books. Lord of the Ringos, Lord, Lord of the, the Ring, ring. Peace. Oh, yeah. How many rings can oh, we could do loads of ring things? Couldn't we? Bum holes and cock rings and oh, um, family, fam. Oh, no, 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 Fommy. He's a Fommy, isn't he? He's a father oh, who's a mummy. Yeah, uh, even I said, Are you fucking shitting me? Um, who eats, who eats at a table like that with the family, the way they did on the first morning, like perfect families all just sitting there all conversing and eating pancakes and, and shit like that. that. That wound me up a bit. Uh, the three-way little scene on the phone where they're, they're going backwards and forwards, uh, that was comedy classic. It was well, timing was exquisite and perfect. I loved it. Uh, the start of the bad day is hysterical. Very much reminded me of Home Alone, where they're all going from room to room and everything's going wrong. Mm, yeah. Um, why can't they contact the... Oh, Dick Van Dyke. Yeah, so she's been trying all morning. There's this major thing that's gone wrong uh, with the, the, the word, like the dump in the book. Spoiler. And uh, they can't contact Dick Van Dyke all day. So she can't phone his, his press office or whoever or his agent or, uh, you know what I mean? Bollocks. And then she jumps on a bike and, and she pedals there. And you just get an Uber, wouldn't you? Or, or just a taxi or, or just borrow someone else's car. She goes to the secretary, doesn't she? Can I borrow your car? I ride a bike. Okay. And off she goes. Um... Stifler's mom in the driving, in the driving. Yeah. She is still fucking mint here, mate. Uh, she could, as my driving instructor used to say it to me granddad, she can shit on my chest. Um, this isn't going our way. I think, I think he says that. Uh, it's, he's, he's literally written off the car and half of the, this is the, another uh, Fast and Furious. He destroys half the city or a, a couple of street blocks. Anyway, no one says anything. No, I mean, no. I mean, he, he he destroys 
a couple of cars and a few yeah, yeah, yeah. meters. I mean, I, it's yeah. not exactly fast and furious. No, but he still does it. And it's nobody, more exciting than the raid. Universal. <laughs> no one is held spend, to account. Spend more money on it as well. This is movie land where you can just smash things up and just, you know, where's all the, the, the footage of um, swapping name and addresses for the insurance companies and all that? That's all just being missed off. Um, Peter Pan. I thought she was hysterical. She smashed off her tits on cough mixture. I loved it. Um, and then I just wish Steve Carell was my dad. He's just, all this is going on and he's just so cool, isn't he? He's just so laid back. Do you wish yeah. he was your dad, Nick? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Well, I mean, we know about my dad, so and, I mean, yeah, that's and not my exactly dad. a good comparison. No, but he'd be a lovely dad, wouldn't he? Um, the suit, the boys, the son's suit, hysterical. Um, the pirate outfit, hysterical. Um, the girlfriend is an absolute bitch. She's horrible. I'm glad he kicked her into touch. Uh, I still have my arms. I think that was what someone said. That made me laugh out loud. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who did I say he's getting his dick sucked tonight? Oh, yeah, the dad. Because the dad was brilliant. And um, the way the mum looks at him, he's getting piped off. Um, this film is so lovely. I filled up several times watching it. Oh, God, the strippers are hysterical. Even the credits are a joy. There you go. Fair enough. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. It's just how I feel. No, that's good. That's good. That's good. Um, I, I really can't decide who I want to go to next. So I'm going to let the pools fight it out. Not to death, though. Cock fight. <laughs> you go, Paul. I'm fine. Okay. Cool. Right. I, uh, I went into this. When the boys said this was what we were watching, I was like, Oh God, no! I obviously I'd seen everything when it came out. Uh, the fact that it didn't do particularly well compared to a lot of Disney films, uh, I thought, oh God, what what are we watching? I, I, so, I, actually, I actually dispute that. I think it's done better than a lot of Disney films yeah. recently. <laughs> well, yeah, but for what it was, yeah, 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 yeah. It, so I actually watched it yesterday as I was going to have a kit. I put it on on my phone um, and stuck it next to me as I was trying to get to sleep. But I have to say, I enjoyed it. Um, I'm not a massive Steve Carell fan. Um, I thought Evan Almighty was an absolute diabolical sequel to Bruce Almighty. Though saying that, I enjoyed the US office better than the the original version. Mm -hmm. And I actually quite enjoyed his performance in the morning show as well. Um, yeah, I mean, I I take what you, you said about Evan Almighty, but I don't think we can you can have a go at him for that. I mean, the film is just shit. No, I don't think he's no. that shit in it, but the film itself is absolute dog shit. Yeah, and despite my wife loving Jennifer Garner through Alias thirteen going on thirty, even fucking Electra, she likes. <laughs> I'm. I can't say I've seen her in a lot of things, um, but I actually quite enjoyed both performances in in this. Um, it harkened back to kind of the the films that that Walt produced back in like the fifties and sixties, 
Um, it definitely reminded me of those those kind of kind of Herbie and and that era. Um, I didn't take any notes, as I said. I was I planned on going to sleep for it, <laughs> but um, high praise no, indeed. I actually really enjoyed it, and the, the Dick Van Dyke. Yeah, I did. The Dick Van Dyke cameo was a lovely surprise. I didn't know he was in it. Um, and yeah, just, I'm not sure really if he knew he was in it to be honest. I don't think he knows what he's doing half the time, to be honest. Um, but yeah, no, I really enjoyed it for what it for what it was. It was a a good family comedy that that kept me interested for the whole film, with some really good laughing moments throughout the film. Yeah, that's fair enough. Don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um... Mr. D, what did you uh, make of? Uh, I'm not even going to say its title. It's too so fucking stupid. Yeah. So I honestly, I never heard of it. Right. Until until look it up. Um, I watched it yesterday and today. Um, I really didn't like it at the beginning. Um, I thought it was. I thought it was basically a movie that had been designed by some studio executives in a room. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, we'll have. We'll have the the plot of Freaky Friday, the whole thing about the wish, and, and everything goes wrong. That's just lifted straight from Freaky, Freaky Friday, and we'll have this family. We'll have the standard mom, dad, you know, baby, kids, and really they were horrible. I mean, at the beginning they were just horrible. I mean, the mother is not likable at all, and the whole thing about the road rage piece when. You know, she's late and, I mean, for God's sake, she's on a, a zebra crossing at a school and she's giving the kids abuse and yeah. giving that guy abuse. It's just not likable. The only one that was likable was Steve Carell as the dad. Um, and he was he was the best thing in it. Um, however, it, it did get better. The only problem is it, it was like a formula. It was... He's kind of self-absorbed at the beginning. They don't really care about each other. You know, the dad is trying to hang everybody together. And then as they go through these bad experiences, then they come together as a family and, and it's all happy at the end. And that, that did kind of work. And I did like it at the end. And I did I did think the end was, you know, I, I felt good at the end. Um, there was a couple of there's a couple of things that annoyed me, and I won't list them all, but some Craig's touched on some of them. Um, but yeah, that scene with Dick Van Dyke, you know, you, so you've gone to all this effort, you know, your job's on the line, you get there and you're actually talking to the guy, Dick Van Dyke, and yet you let him walk up on that stage and you don't say, for fuck's sake, you know, there's been a misprint, it's a dump. You just waffle and let him walk up on a stage. No, she deserved to get sacked. And at the end, because it went viral, she... She was all right. Well, no, she should still have got sacked even if it had gone viral, right? But that's the real world, and this is, this is the movie world, so I'm not going to worry too much about that. The best line in the movie was when the daughter's drinking the cough medicine, and Steve Carell says, um, we're not going to pump you full of full of drugs. You're not a cyclist. I thought that was cracking big yes. at Lance Armstrong. Yeah. Um, but it, it did get better as it went on. Um, I just think you've got to be careful that... By the time I started to like it, if I hadn't been watching it for the podcast, I'd have probably switched it off in the first 20 minutes. Mm. But you've got to really get sort of 30, 40 minutes into it before it before it, they become likable, really. Um, 
wasn't Home Alone the same? They're all gobshites no, like, at the start of Home Alone. All his family are horrible to him. That's true, yeah, but you like the kids, and I didn't really like the kid at the beginning either, you know? So it is a bit of a balance, you know? You've got to be careful that there's something there that you like, and you don't just think, oh, God, you know, I can't be bothered with any of these people. Um, but I didn't even like the little kid that much at the beginning. I liked him, I liked him at the end. Uh, so, yeah, it was, it, was, it was okay. It was much better on the second half than it was on the first half. Is one of the computer programmers... Uh, is one of the computer programmers famous? Yeah. Who is he? Well, it depends which one you mean. The, the black one. I can't believe you said that. <laughs> is this, uh, that's Donald Glover, also known as Childish Gambino. Um, he made a, he, he made another cameo appearance in a Disney film quite close to this. He was in The Muppets, bizarrely. Um, but he oh. is more famous for community um, yeah he popped up in uh spider-man homecoming um, but he's he's, he's, he's a rapper. famous person even when this film comes out isn't he no no so when this when this film comes out like he's he's famous for community and right. uh, like his his rap career is is kind of still um quite underground like he's not He's not like mega famous, so he's he's famous enough, but he's not like mega famous. What what have I seen him in? Community. No, we should watch Community. Stop being a dickhead. I've I've been told it's amazing. Yeah, by me every fucking time you ask me what you should watch. Um, he he's one of his music videos went viral a few years ago. He did a, a video called This Is America that went viral. Um, very good music video. Uh, I don't know what you'd have seen him in. That's like probably probably Spider Man um, Homecoming. What was he in there? He was. Uh... He was the Prowler. Well, yeah, he was the Prowler, but he wasn't, was he? No, he's like... basically playing the Prowler before it becomes. Was he? Was he like? Was he just a henchman? One. Of, he was one yeah. of Michael Keaton's henchmen, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Well, kind of an acquaintance, wasn't I? He, he yeah, meets, yeah, yeah, yeah. He meets Spider-Man in an underground car park. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Spider-Man um, sort of locks him off with his webs. Yeah. yeah. He yeah, um, yeah. He, pet- he petitioned when he was on Community and uh, they were rebooting Spider-Man. Um, he was petitioning to be uh, Miles Morales in a, in a live-action Spider-Man film. Um, he never got the part, but he did get to voice him in the Disney animated series. Mm. Uh, he still got to play Miles Morales, just not in a way that he'd have, uh, he'd have liked to. And then played his uncle in live action. Yeah. But Donald Glover, like, he's a he's a good actor. Uh, Atlanta's a good show as well, actually. Um, but for me, he'll always be Troy in, in Community and, uh, yeah, get on that shit. It's good. But thank you. And what was the what was the thing about the guinea pig as well? So there was a bit of yeah. people made about watching the guinea pig, and then you don't see the guinea pig until the end credits when he's on the surfboard. It's like they've obviously cut something out there. Well, the film the film is like I didn't write down how long the film lasted, but it, I want to say it's like eighty six minutes or something. It's not a very yeah. long film. Yeah, it's not long. Felt long. So 
I reckon I reckon there's a good five ten minutes that has been cut out of that before it's uh, it's been released. Yeah. So, yeah. Or maybe the guinea pig was a bit like um, Perry the platypus in in um, Phineas and Ferb, and he was actually a spy. So when they put him down somewhere, he actually went and did some spy shit instead. Oh, like in that film you made, the Disney film with the guinea pigs, G Spot. Right. Can I just can I just say this right now? Like this whole this whole thing we're doing on this podcast is doing like the A to Z of Disney films, and yeah. each month we're going to do a different letter. I am hereby banning G Force from coming up for G. Oh, G Force, yeah. I thought it was G Spot. Not, not, yeah. not, not happening. I'm not watching that fucking film again. Like, once G-spot enough. if it's got guinea pigs in it. Uh, Richard it's got Gear. a guinea pig in my G Spot. Richard Gear can answer that question for you. Um, and we can say that because this is on Patreon, so he's not going to hear it. So it's fine. I think we're we're covered Unless for life. Subscribe. So you're telling yeah. me Richard Gear had a guinea pig up his arse? Uh, I, I'm telling you that that there's a rumor that he had uh, it was either guinea pig or a hamster up his arse, and he had to go to hospital. That's the that's the old uh, rumor. Oh, go ahead, Richard Gear. I don't think that's where your G spot is anyway. Sorry, guys. But sorry to break that to you. That's where you're looking for it. Yeah, it's in the You're in trouble. It is for us, mate. Prostate. It is for us, mate. Get a a finger up your ass next time, lads, boss. Come a month's load. That's what Jill used to say on Lennon's Park anyway. I'll, I'll take your word for that. Right. On uh, on that bombshell, uh, I suppose <laughs> I better give my opinions on the film. Right, so Alexander and the Terrible Day. Uh, here's my notes. Uh, the title is way too long. Established that. Uh, I like the fact that the film starts with the end. Saint Cray picked up on. Um, now this is something I had to double check afterwards, but I have checked it, and this was accurate when I wrote it down. I love the fact that Alexander loves Australia, and he's an Australian actor. So that the kid is actually Australian, right? And but I mean the the reason he loves Australia is because that's what he loves in the book apparently. But I just thought it was quite funny that he was Australian, and uh, yeah, um, oh yeah, what's up is always a welcome addition to a film soundtrack. So that's a song by that's a song by Four Non Blondes. What up are you doing here? It's actually, they, actually, they actually sing What's Going On, but the song's called What's Up. You know What's Up by Four Non Blondes. What's up? Yeah. I've got blonde hair. Oh, what am I saying? That Craig knows fuck off. Right. Um, for me, that word can fuck off as can baby yoga in general. I fucking yeah. hate that yoga. And yeah. for me, he's yeah, just But not everyone's shit. seen The Mandalorian, so don't ruin it for people. <laughs> um, Philip Parker can do one with his energy drink bar. What is wrong wrong with McDonald parties? So that was a little, that was his little rival, wasn't it? And he was having like yeah, a yeah. drink bar and all kinds of stupid shit that 12 year olds shouldn't. <laughs> Shouldn't be having technically that. against the law. Oh. Uh, yeah, I think he is. Even in America, I think he is. Um, prom. 
driving test, school play, book launch, and a birthday party all on one day. It's a bad oh, day. Oh, and a job interview. And a job interview, yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? Uh, Danny <laughs> and, a, and a meal out. The meal out. Um, the baby is called Trevor. What the fuck? Yeah, 40 year old man. Fucking hell. Uh, what a crap Trevor, wish. Trevor. It was a really shit wish. I don't know why he did that. Um, that same was one... wish. It's the same wish Macaulay Culkin makes in Home Alone. That's a shit wish. No, it's the same. It's not the same, same wish, wish that Lindsay Lohan makes in Freaky Friday. That's where um, they ripped it from. That was one hell of a long piss. So when that baby starts pissing in the kitchen, yeah, that's yeah. hilarious. It's like twelve minutes long. Um, a nice family-friendly penis joke. Well played. Mm-hmm. That was quite nice in a PG film. Yeah. Um, that actress playing Becky is one of the worst acting performances I've ever seen. Why? Now, Becky is the love interest of Alexander, and. I don't like, like, it felt to me that she filmed all of her scenes with no one else there because she's looking kind of in the direction of him, but it's almost like she's not reacting to anything. She has about four feet taller than him. She's probably looking right over his head. And she likes to be blind. It is just so fucking shit. Like, I can't believe, you know, I know, I know not all kid actors are great, right? Because they're kids and they're learning their craft, but I mean, she was fucking looking at you, Darth Vader. Um, oh, and now Dick Van Dyke after a penis joke. So there's two Dick references in this film. Um, Donald Glover look- deserves more than a cameo, as as does Jennifer Coolidge, that Stifler's mum for Craig. She is lush, Amy's. Yeah, she deserved she deserved more than that. Um, if you're going to fail your driving test, that's how you do it. Which, again, Craig kind of brought up on. Um, smacked off her tits on Night Nurse. We've all nice. been there. I've had a boss day on Night Nurse, mate. Uh, the good old Dumb and Dumber Tux. Yeah. Wearing the Dumb and Dumber Tux. Another story for another podcast. Uh Pretty sure the car is now not road legal. No, can't be. Not, no, not doors happening. missing. Doors missing. Wheels. One key Yeah, like just, just everything. Like just knowing right. that's that's the rivets in the wheels have come <coughs> out. That's the bolts are coming out. That's yeah. not possible. Doesn't happen. Uh, how many takes to catch all that shrimp? Them, them shrimps are boss. Right, that was one take that. That was not one. I like. I I I believe that must have been done lots. Unless Steve Carell is just very good at catching shrimp. Like that yeah. seems mm. too too perfect. I'm not even sure he was catching shrimp. I think <laughs> it was uh, computer generated. Could it's well just be. Steve Steve Carell with his mouth open. Maybe that's what the Muppets were there for. It was Muppet <laughs> shrimp. Oh, you oh. mean like uh, Pepe Le Prawn? Pe- yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. I'm not shrimp, I'm a king prawn. Right, here's the thing, right? The time in this film makes no sense at all. It's got to be at least eight o'clock when the croc is in the front room. Right. If you think it's about a, what's happened that day... Right? It's a very long day. 
It's well, no, it's 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 absolutely preposterous, right? They pick her up from school. Apparently, they leave school at like two o'clock because she's got to be back for hair and makeup at three o'clock, right? Yeah. So that means that they're probably not starting the show until four o'clock, maybe five o'clock in the evening. Yeah. After that happens, they go to the restaurant. And it's cut short, don't forget. And it's cut Yeah. Well, the play doesn't doesn't take place. No, but even then, like, so they must have left the school about at at least six, seven o'clock. Then they go to a restaurant. Then they go home. And this is when his party is happening. Like, none of the timelines in this film make any sense at all. Nothing makes sense in this film at all. Might have just been September, so it goes dark about nine o'clock. Jesus Christ. No one has a party. No one has a 12-year-old birthday party. It starts at nine o'clock at night. To do on a Friday. Um, Lenny the Kangaroo is one of the best comedy moments in film history, if you ask Alice. Yeah, I'm with her there. High five and Alice. She, she, when, when she was a little bubba, um, we used to put this on for her and she would like be crying with laughter asking us to rewind it just for that that's the only bit of the film she liked when she's ripped from kangaroo jack she put kangaroo jack on for us to get one more kangaroo to get money i don't know i don't know um uh pg australian strippers are also fun Mm -hmm. uh they were played by thunder from down under which is um a chippendales like show which I don't know if it still happens, but they used to have a residency in uh, in Vegas back in the day. So they were a, actually a stripper troupe. They were lush. So uh, I finished up my notes by saying um, it has one of the most annoying titles in film history, um, but Alexander's biggest crime is it's so vanilla. Not enough laughs to be considered a good comedy, but it's not by any means awful. It's just too safe as if it's a movie made by a parents group. It's an adequate film, and that, for me, sums it up. So it's quite funny that you said, Mr D, about you thought about it being made by a committee. Yeah. Because I had also kind of picked up on that, that it just didn't seem to... It seemed to be a lot of ideas that had kind of been borrowed from other films. That's right. And re I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But, do you know what I mean? Like, just, just for me, like, I'm, I'm glad that... I mean, I said I don't. I don't think it was awful by any stretch, no. but no, not at all. I mean, look, I mean, fucking hell, compare it to Jingle All the Way, but um, sorry, <laughs> P Dubs, but at the same time, fuck you, P Dubs. <laughs> at the same time, I just thought like there were funny bits in it, but there wasn't enough funny bits in it. And to be honest, like Alice is probably the target audience for this kind of film, and she didn't laugh much more than I did. She should be rolling about. And the only bit yeah, that she really found funny... Yeah, but she's seen it 30 times. No, but she, not when, not when she, she hasn't watched that film since she was about three. So she didn't get the film. Now she's watching it, you know, sits going on seven. So this is a time when she understands the plot of the film and she understands a lot of the jokes and everything like that. And she didn't laugh much more than me. And she's a target audience for a film like this. So she said she enjoyed it and she'd watch it again. And I would, I, you know, if she wanted to put it on, I wouldn't like, be annoyed about it, but nor would I say that it's a must-watch film. It's, 
it's a solid way to open this new chapter in Tis After Dark history. There you go. There's a good yeah. sum up of it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's Alexander and the Not Good Ship Dead uh, Day. Um, <laughs> right. So next month is obviously going to be B. <clears throat> yeah. And Craig has already rigged the election. You've tried I've, to I've, what? Yeah. I put, I've already put it out to the Patreons, and the Patreons have wholeheartedly backed us. So the, the next month's film is the 1979 classic, The Black Hole. We'll be the judge That's of that. T. That's B. It's a, cap, it's a silent uh, <laughs> We just call it Black Hole down here. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. I tried to watch The Black Hole about a year ago Lenny Lenny and his ring piece <laughs> you're having a bat you know, Paul I've... Dolan's very 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 bad actual very bad, bad day. very bad <laughs> podcast yeah, podcast I've, um, I've not watched The Black Hole since I was about five so I don't remember much about it at all I remember it scaring me a bit and I didn't really understand what was going on and I preferred Tron even though that didn't make sense either, but it was more colourful. So life could have been very different if I'd have enjoyed the Black Hole at that age rather than Tron, but I didn't. So yeah. it'll be interesting to go back and watch it because I've not tried to rewatch it. And um, yeah, he's not coming up on Disney Life. On Disney Life is uh, B for Black Hole. What's going on? It's not there. Yeah, it's because they 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 arrange things in different ways, but. We've now finished the first segment of this of this new Disaster Dark. So we've, we've watched the film, we've discussed the film, we've tried to make light of the film. Now nah, we're going to talk about... <laughs> now we're going to talk about... That. Again, American listeners, they're not Google, soggy biscuits. Um, we're now going to talk about uh, and have a little rant about Disney stuff. So, Misty, I'm going to let you go first because you mentioned it before we started recording. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a mini run. It's a mini run, okay? Because I couldn't access this movie. I tried to buy a copy, couldn't find it in any of the local DVD shops, which is which I think speaks volumes. But I did uh, take up your suggestion, Nick. I did the Disney Life uh, one week free trial, and it all went really well. It was really easy to sign up for it. I downloaded the app on my iPad and I downloaded it on my phone. Signed in, no problem. All these movies and there's some good stuff on there. There's definitely some things I'm got some other things I'm going to watch before the the trial expires. But I had a lot of problems watching the movie. Initially, it was fine. It started to play, and then I only got about twenty minutes in, and I had to stop it to do something else. And then okay. when I tried to come back, it it wouldn't. It just wouldn't play. Right, and and I persevered. I shut down the app, started it up again. Nothing would work. So then I downloaded it on my phone. Started to watch it on my phone. Great, no problem. Picked up from where I'd finished, the so twenty minutes in. I had to stop again after I don't know another half an hour. Another. And then it wouldn't. It, and then it wouldn't. It wouldn't replay. So, yes. and that was it. Was two different devices. Um, just struggled to get in the end I, had, I was able to download it and then I could watch it 
Right. Okay. Yeah, because then you've got it. It's it's on your phone, then, isn't it? Rather than and it wasn't it, it wasn't my internet, right? Because I could watch Netflix and other things. It wasn't a problem. But nah. uh, to to be honest, me and Craig had a problem with it the other way, didn't we? Yeah, it just had to sign in on the, all the time. Yeah, mm. they they rejigged the app a few weeks ago, and they didn't. Yeah, like, I didn't know that they like revamped it, so I had to download. No, download the update and then it worked, but mm. it wasn't. It wasn't working on the Apple TV. It wasn't working on my phone. Yeah. Um, and as Craig said, it kept kicking me out. Now mm. we like we've only got the password ourselves, so it's not like um, anyone's using it. Um, I can't remember how many people can use it at once, but we didn't even have that problem. We just kept booting us out, and it's so fucking annoying because we've got it set up for iTunes, so you've got to sign into like the Apple Store, and oh, it's just yeah. it mess. says. It says ten devices, um, mm. That's and right. four four people can watch it at once. Yeah, so you, well, the, the, you want to do that. The weird thing, the weird thing about this was, I could watch other movies on Disney Life. I just couldn't go back and watch the movie that I'd started to watch from the point I'd left off. Yeah. It was really weird. I, I tried that. I thought, right, I'll try up. So I started watching up. That's fine. I thought, okay, I'll go back. And it wouldn't pick up from where I'd left off. Even though it said, do you want to resume? I said, yep. And it just loaded and loaded and loaded and nothing happened. The, um, so get us off to Disney. I've, um, I've been, I was using Disney Plus before Christmas and I didn't have any problems with it that I found. But at the same time, with Disney Life, and I've, I didn't try this with Disney Plus, I wish I had. Um, but with Disney Life, the most annoying thing for me is if you start watching a show. So I started watching uh, Tron Uprising, right, mm. which is like the cartoon prequel. It's set in between the, the Tron films, right? And I watched about three episodes, I think. And I was yeah. like, right, I'll come back and, and watch that like later on. And I went back, put Tron back on, and it just goes back to all the episodes, it doesn't tell you where you were. Yeah. So unless you can remember the last episode you watched, you're fucked. Yeah. And so I wanted to watch um, The Clone Wars. And I haven't watched The Clone Wars because there's various seasons, obviously various episodes. And I know that unless I like write down what I've just watched, I'm not going to remember what the next episode is. And it's such a basic feature that nearly every other streaming service seems to be able to do. I cannot understand why Disney can't do something that fucking basic. Yeah. It's really, well, actually, really weird. You've just reminded me of another grumble I've got. I downloaded the movie on my phone, as I said. I, I don't know how to delete the download now. It, it, it's that, not obvious. So my understanding... And this is certainly, I mean, I've, I've not downloaded a film for quite a while, but what would you, what used to happen was if you downloaded a film, once you watched it, it deleted. Right. Okay. Because um, we found this out the hard way because we were traveling to Disneyland Paris and um, we downloaded some stuff for Alice to watch. This is probably about three, four years ago. And um, she was obsessed with Lilo to Stitch at the time. So I thought, okay, well, we'll download that. And then at least we know we've got that to watch whenever she gets bored. And um, she watched it on the way there and uh, tried to put it on again for her, like that night. 
and it gone. Mm. Yeah. And then we had to connect to the Wi-Fi to download it again. So it certainly used to be that once you'd watched a film, it would just automatically download, uh, delete it. So mm. okay. I don't know if that's the case, but have it go, go you know, you if you finish watching your phone. Yeah. I'm on it. I'm on it now and I'm going to delete. Oh no, now I'm watching Tarzan. Hold on. So if you untick it, does it tick? If you untick it, delete it from your work. device. Is that what I said? It didn't work on yeah. my phone. When yeah, I unticked it, it started to play. No, that's because you've got big fat sausage fingers because you're old. Yeah, maybe. Just, just. <laughs> oh, I'm <laughs> doing it now. By the way, the black hole is under T on Disney Life. Right beside yeah, I know. the black cauldron. I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, you know what? The Black Cauldron is a film I've never actually got to watch. I had a book no, I when I was a kid, but I never watched the film. So I'm, I'm hoping that we, we get that at some point. Um, but yeah, basically, they really need to sort themselves out by the time Disney Plus launches next month. I personally think the reason why it's got so dopey recently um, is because it's a dead uh, service, essentially. Yeah. Like it's been right, I've deleted alive. that now. So oh, my next soapbox is about people that have big, fat, sausage fingers. Can we just talk about them for a while? Absolutely. <laughs> I fucking hear it when other people are right. <laughs> All right. So um, here's my here's my rant. We uh, we had as we recall this episode, we just had the Oscars like the night before, and um, there was a obviously as there always is best animated feature category. Um, Disney were represented by Toy Story four, had How to Train Your Dragon, had uh, Claws, the uh, the Netflix Christmas movie. Um, add some other stuff. Oh, uh, the missing link was in there. Missing well. link was there, yeah. Yeah, and um, inexplicably, despite being the worst film in that list, Toy Story Four won. Now, Lindsay said to me, my wife, she said to me, I told her this morning, she said, Oh, does that mean that um, Toy Story has uh, you know, every Toy Story film has got an Oscar? And I said, no, because um, the animated category didn't get launched, I don't think, until like 2000-odd. So I think Toy Story 3 was the first one to get an Oscar. Toy Story 3 won the same, won the same award. Yeah. yeah. I don't think... I mean, I'm, get, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm assuming Toy Story and Toy Story 2 probably did get uh, awards for songs or... or visual effects or whatever. It got but, a couple yeah. for the first one. It got... Oh, yeah, no, they were only nominated. Stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah Best Original Screenplay by Joss Whedon and John Lasseter, and then Best Original Musical or Comedy mm. Score for Randy Newman. They were both nominees. Hmm. I'm surprised at that. Um, but regardless, like, just try to make sense of it. Now, not everyone has seen Toy Story 4, have they? No, no. I've seen it. Now, I mean, it's not all for is it, Mr. D? No, I, I think it's good. I, I liked it. I mean, I was really worried that they were going to screw it up, but they didn't. It was a good movie. Yeah. I don't think it was the best of the trilogy by any means, but I thought it was really good. No. It, it, I haven't seen some of the others, though. That, that, and that's, on that list. That's, that's kind of like where I am with it, with, with Toy Story 4. Like, it, when, I, when I watched it the first time, 
I was a bit uh, disappointed with it. When I watched it again the second time, I enjoyed it a lot more. I think the anticipation or the expectation had kind of gone by that point um, because I'd already seen it once. Um, And I thought it was just, it was a serviceable film. It it was fine. Um, As you said, it's not the best in in the series. It's not uh, the worst. I think it's quite hard really to, to actually put in order a Toy Story preference, but it'd probably be towards the, the bottom of that that pile, yeah. um, if I'm honest. But that category had some actually decent films in it that were far better than Toy Story 4 were. Um, I mean, Claws, I can't. I haven't watched Claws because my wife and daughter watched it and they were both in floods of tears by the end of it. And I was like, I don't need this right now. But I did see, you know, I walked in on them watching it as I was doing other stuff. And I mean, it's a beautifully animated film. Um, How to Train Your Dragon 3, I did see at the cinema. Uh, That's a better film than Toy Story 4. The Missing Link, I saw bits and pieces of, but both my wife and daughter enjoyed that one as well. It's on Netflix if you want to catch that. Um, but I just cannot believe Toy Story 4 won in that category. And how sick must Disney feel that that won over Frozen 2? Because it was clear that Frozen 2 was supposed to be, you know, its big saviour. And it didn't even win an Oscar for best song, did it? No. No, no, no. Elton won that. No. Uh, Elton. I'm glad. I mean, I was glad because it meant Rocket Man got recognised for something, even though yeah. it didn't get recognised for what I think it should have got recognised for. Um, but yeah, I, it just it just made me so mad this morning when I saw Toy Story had won that award. And the thing is, like, I think if you listen to any Disney podcast right now, they're probably falling all over again. Oh yeah, well he deserved it because the only people I've seen defend it as being the right decision are people that haven't actually watched any one of the other films or just like lick everything that comes out of Disney's ass. And as much as we love Disney and that's why we do these podcasts and everything like that, that doesn't mean everything's perfect. And this definitely did not deserve to win a fucking Oscar for it at all. At the same time, Forky should have been nominated for best supporting actor. It has still lost to Brad Pitt, but who should have been? Sorry, Forky. Forky should have been nominated for best supporting actor. Forky, yeah, yeah. Sp- Sparky. Was it Sparky? No, it's Forky. Is it Forky? It's it. Right. Sh- I mean, I, that's the joke, really, is the fact that it is a spork. <laughs> yeah, but she calls it Forky. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I just, I just, Peter, just, just pissing himself. <laughs> <laughs> I think Craig is as well, but that's because of the beer. Um, (laughs) Possibly. Uh, Yeah, the only good thing about the Oscars is Parasite won twice, so it's not all lost. Who's done Parasite? Hang on, what? It's done on Netflix. Parasite? Yeah. No. It's it's literally just come out in in a cinema this week. So so have you seen it yet? I saw Parasite, um, they did an unlimited screening of it a few weeks ago, right. which yeah. was lucky because 
I wasn't sure, even though like we live at a, it, like near a big multiplex, I was worried if they were going to show it or not. So I went to the unlimited screening, even though it was quite a late start. Um, and then Parasite came out on Friday, and they didn't show, they didn't have one showing of it at all. But right. now it's won the Oscar this weekend. Yeah, yeah it's on about four times. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Parasite's really good. The less you mm-hmm. know before you go in, the better because yeah, it tries, yeah. it's hard to describe. You could describe it, but you want to go in knowing as little as possible. But right. yeah, yeah, a well a well worthy winner that was for me. And now being turned into a TV series. Oh, don't say that. Starring Mark Ruffalo. It's not going to be zombies, is it? Fuck off. It'd be remade. It'd be remade in American image. The, there, there was, um, you know, like they have the, the the interviews after people have won awards. They have like the the red carpet out of the Oscars as well as going in. And um, the director was interviewed on the red carpet, you know, clutching onto a couple of his Oscars. And the woman asked him, the Korean director, she asked him what made him choose to uh, make the film in Korea. <laughs> so, so for, if we've got any American Patreon listeners, I'm not having a, I'm not having a dig, but my, my request or my plea is watch, watch the original. Don't watch if 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 it does get remade in Hollywood. Don't watch the remake because they tend to be nothing like as good as the original. Well, and for anybody who's watched the original Killing and then watched the American Killing, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Watch uh, one, the Danish version. Uh, I, I was thinking of um, another Korean film actually, Old Boy. Yeah, I remember seeing that. Uh, didn't know anything about it. Just heard it was good, so I watched that. And it blew me away. And then um, mm-hmm. Spike Lee remade it with uh, yeah. Josh Brolin in the lead role. And even though I think he's a good actor, I saw a trailer for it and thought, oh, fuck this shit. And I knew they changed the ending as well. So I was like, no, yeah. no, 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 no. So uh, that's, that's annoying. There was a zombie film, wasn't it? The Korean one. Yeah, Train to Busan. It's good, yeah, actually. It's funny. Yeah. yeah, brilliant film, that. Mm-hmm. Isn't that a cheese? <laughs> Trying to chase. That's bossy. Boss. 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 Yeah, something like that. That's the one. Right. Did anyone else have any uh, rants they wanted to get off their chest? But it doesn't have to be a rant. I mean, you can you can say what you you know if you say you want to talk about on here, you can do that. It's just you know, this is more kind of um, free freehold. You know. Say what you want. Say what you want when you want to. I still haven't seen 1917 yet, but that was the hot tip for the Oscars, wasn't it? I think we're going to see it this weekend. It deserved to get what it got, in my opinion. So, but yeah, you're right. It was the hot tip. Yeah. It was the hot tip. Uh, But no, I mean, that's that's all that's... um, there's not really been anything going on with Disney recently, has it? It's all been a bit quiet. Yeah. So I'm kind of glad Toy Story won the Oscar, otherwise I've struggled. Struggled to the same to moan about. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, well, that, uh, one thing that I don't 
I was this this happened this morning actually. Um, DC Storm put out an announcement saying that they were selling um, rose gold spirit jerseys. This is in the UK, um, and for the first time ever, they're selling a Disneyland version in the UK. Mm-hmm. Now, the only way I I can see them doing that is because they've just not sold in California. Yeah. Because why why else would they sell only that version? I don't think they've even got the Paris version. They haven't. It's literally just the Disneyland Resort one. That's weird. Yeah, it's got it's got to be they've not sold the stock then, isn't it? You think so? Yeah, it's we're getting the fucking cast offs. Yeah. No one can get a fucking ticket to Disneyland, but we'll we'll buy their shit. Fuck off, just Bernie. Yeah, the price they're charging for spirit jerseys. No, you're right. I don't think I'll be buying one anyway. But yeah, I just didn't like it. I, I didn't like the fact that it was Disneyland Resort ones. I think if they're going to sell any, it should be the, the nearest park, not a park that most people won't get to go to. Hmm. Just seemed weird. Yeah. Right, is yeah, that, that it? Seem like... I haven't got a lot else. No. Nah. No. Nah. So what's the next movie then? The Black Hole. Next movie is unless there's the um, Black Hole. <laughs> I'm just you know seeing. But if you go into H and V and you look for a copy yes. of the Black Hole, would it be under B or would it be under T? No, it'd be in the Disney section. Yeah, which is still <laughs> alphabetical. The D, D for Fuck Disney. <laughs> Smart ass. He's still in alphabetical order. All, right. All right, let me let me reset it again. The Black. Oh, that's what we're watching next, it's, yeah? It's, it's got a silent the <laughs> at the beginning. Black hole of the. All right, then. All yeah. Right, then. <laughs> See, that. You ready? You ready? It. Here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. Black hole. Did you, did you hear my silent there? Black hole. Yeah. I did it again. Yeah. I see. That's, that's yeah. exactly the same system that, you know, shots will use as well. Okay. So, yeah, we get to see Anthony Perkins. We get to see um, Vincent the Robot. I'm assuming we get to see a black hole. What's his name's in that as well, isn't he? Um, Finger the dog. Um, Malcolm McDowell. Is he yep. in that? I think. Yeah. I think you're right with that. I think you're yep. right with that. I'm sure. He's, I'm, I think he's the lead. Maybe not. Yeah. I think you may be right. Mm. Okay. All right. Something to look forward to. He's not is happy. It, he's not happy. Is, is it? Is it something to look forward to? I mean, surely yeah, that will be revealed next go. month, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> actually, you know what? Just before I go, something I just remembered because um, I had to ask in my comic shop the other day. I don't have them, but um, they've released uh, for no reason whatsoever some uh, Tron figures by Diamond Select that are the most movie accurate ones they've ever done. They look really good. They're about 20 quid a pop. Um, I'm trying to convince the wife to buy them for me, um, but. That might be of interest to people. I don't know. It's probably not. It's pretty just of interest to me, to be honest, because I'm a sad fuck up. But there you go. Mm. If anybody's interested in movie realistic figures and they like Star Wars, the Bandai B A N D A I um, figures are unbelievable. Really good. But you've got to make them yourself. But you don't need. You just they just clip together. You yeah. get them on Amazon. Are they the figure art ones? No, no figure art. It's Bandai, but it's a kid. Oh no, 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 no! But um, 
Yeah, but no figure outs. Okay. The kit ones are very realistic. Okay. They've got, I see Hasbro are releasing ones called Hyper Real. Mm-hmm. And they're about 80 quid a pop, but I've not seen them in person yet. So I don't, they look, the photos obviously look really good. They look very realistic, but I, I need to see them in real yeah. life to make a judgment call on those. Right. But, I've seen those. Mm, Bandai. I'll have a butcher's. Bandai, yeah. You can get them on Amazon. Hmm. Yeah. New ones or old ones? And DB. Uh, both. Okay. Yeah, bit of everything from okay. all pretty much all the movies. Well, there you go. A bit of toy yeah. talk. I didn't think we was going to get some toy talk on it, but there you go. Yeah. Um, right. Well, we're running out of time, literally, because these things uh, have a time limit, unfortunately, because of how we record. But um, thank you for listening to this first episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, we want you to be active. We want to hear what you like, what you don't like in the Patreon group where you can private message us. Um, if you've got anything you want us to talk about, if you've got any suggestions, let us know. If you, get, you, if you get all your mates to sign up to Patreon, we're going to reduce the tiers again. Yep, there's that as well. So if we get so, some more people join, that the, the tier prices will go down. Down. Um, but the good news is, is that you know what the film is for next month. So what would be really good, if you want to punish yourselves or not, is watch Alexander now that we've watched it and we'd like to hear you you know your thoughts on the film um but if you want to get involved the black hole is going to be next month's film so yeah you've got time black. to watch it and we'll read yeah. out the comments yeah black absolutely hole. yeah oh, oh you did the silent there again very good yeah yeah you did the audible there I know and I've got to learn, I've got to be better than this I'm supposed to be professional <laughs> um but yeah if you, as Craig said, if you if you leave some comments, we'll read them out. We want this to be interactive. Yeah. So thank you very much, and uh, we'll see you in uh, March. God, I forgot what month we was in. See you in March of Black Hole. Bye. Here we go. See ya. I'll have to put my potty mouth back in the fucking bin, won't I, for the next episode of whatever the fucking new podcast call now. Yeah, this is like, these Patreon episodes are like a therapy session for you. (laughs) This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.